Hey everyone, welcome to episode 41 of the Tiny Disc Podcast, a show about games and life. I'm Robert Scarpinito, and I'm joined here by the dark Jack Cepeda. Arby's Mimates. <laughs> And that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I just learned that today. This show is rated Arby's. Ah! And we have the the meat boy, Colin Sparling. You know, listen, listen, listen. Oh, fucking hell, dude. I need a drink. I need a drink. <laughs> Oh, okay. You're actually taking a drink. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. But shout out. Listen, and this kind of leads into my discussion, but shout out to my boy, Tim, Tim Geddes from kind of funny. He, that motherfucker over the span of while they record a podcast. If you ever watch any of their videos, at least their older ones, dude would go through about six or seven different beverages throughout the span of one recording, like just drink and it's just an immense amount of liquid. And so like his big thing for a while was Coke like and coke right yeah totally and so dude coke. would drink just like so much coca-cola and he got to a point where he's like fuck dude i can't drink all this coke anymore and this is what i want to talk to you guys about mm. he switched to and now he's infamous for this now drinking Lacroix water Ugh. Ugh. do you and mean uh, you this motherfucker fuck Jack, you, Jack. Right. you fucking excommunicated from this fucking podcast no, you're, you're not allowed to be wrong. on the show you're anymore you're fucking wrong and i'm Dude. clipping because you're that wrong okay it's not Dude, fucking what do you have against Lacroix? it's sparkling it's, it's water it, it's, it's like the drinking choice club, of the millennial generation it's like drinking club soda and then like someone in the other room shouts the name of the fruit and all of a sudden you can kind of taste the fruit because you heard it like <laughs> that's what it tastes like look tastes like placebo effect <laughs> yeah now placebo flavored look 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 sparkling water is gross i don't understand why people like it it's not good it doesn't feel good on the tongue to me I totally disagree. I don't know. I love it, guys. I always have LaCroix handy. It's always around. I, and here's the thing. So I'm from the Midwest originally. Like, I remember when it's just like some cheap, like, grandma thing. Like, keep it next to the Werther's Originals, right? And, like, the Rainbow Dustbusters. Like, I get it. Like, it's weird in Ohio. But I'm telling you, when you come down here, it's so ubiquitous. It's everywhere. And it's really cheap. And it's zero calories. And it doesn't have aspartame in it. And it doesn't taste like, you know, skunk butt. So people will get it. I I think you're wrong on that. It does taste like skunk butt. Ah, I, oh I used to. God. It was an acquired taste. It took a while, and now that it's acquired, it's it's on. And now Coke is super like sweet and thick now. And I just had a Coke a Coke today too. So gross. Well, here okay. So here's I mean, some some people are fucking crazy about this Lacroix water. It's it, it's to the point with Tim now where they somehow I don't know if they got it through sponsorship or whatever, but they just received four hundred cases. Jeez. Of Lacroix at their office, it's they multiple had years pallets upon pallets. They had to store them on the roof because they didn't have enough room for all this Lacroix water that was coming in. That's, That's so and crazy. I just, I just don't get it. Like I, like this dude, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's just carbonation, like slightly flavored carbonation with like, and it's not sweet it's, whatsoever. I think, and I think I'm thinking about this now. I think it's like the retreat. It's like the uh, consequence of the retreat away. From diet cola, from diet coke, diet Pepsi, like that shit is pretty poison and, and can't, you know, and it's a carcinogen yeah. basically. So a lot of people they want something that is like light, but they don't want diet coke anywhere. At least I don't. 
You know, I, I really try and stay away from Diet Coke as much as possible. So I think maybe that's a perception and what is like is like fueling that. But I get it. I think it's a regional thing because, like I said, down here, it's like LaCroix is God. And like in Ohio, like it's like, what the fuck's that? Get away from me. Well, you know, I and the 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 only rationale I can come up with in my head that makes sense is that like people are drinking this this sparkling water after spending years upon years drinking pop and or soda, whatever the hell you call it where you are. They call it Coke down in Texas. Fuck I know. I was say, just, I don't <laughs> why, know. why is everything Coke? It's just Coke. Do you get a Coke? You know that green no, it, lemon lime can Coke. Can, can I can I get a Sprite? What's you can get a Coke. No, motherfucker. I want a Sprite. <laughs> Hold on. Not to go on too much tangent. I heard this really funny joke yesterday about this guy. He had like neck tattoos and face tattoos and just tattoos everywhere. And he talked about how every day he went to this 7-Eleven and, and he would drink a Mountain Dew. And he drank so much Mountain Dew that his name was uh was the Mountain Dew guy. And he goes, do you have any fucking idea how much Mountain Dew I had to drink to not be called the throat? Tattoo guy. It's <laughs> like that's a fucking lot of Mountain Dew. <laughs> I I know where you got that joke from. Oh, you know that guy? Yeah. Well, you I know that was on Reddit. Oh, it probably was. Yeah. I'm, I live on Reddit. Yeah. No. Okay. But wow. So, Jack's now stealing jokes from Reddit. So oh boy. I told you guys, this is a, it's not my joke. And to be fair, no. Redditors steal jokes from Reddit all the time. So it's no. Yeah, it's fine. But, I, I steal jokes from 4chan. It's fine. So for me, whenever I see Lacroix in the store. Or at a supermarket, wherever, I always see enough that you could make a box fort out of it. Like you could, f- you could fortify yourself. Yeah, yes. there's just there's it, a million flavors. Yeah, and and yes. it's and you could it's build awesome. a fucking throne and a half, if not more so, like, at the, at anywhere you see record. Like I've yeah. never heard anyone say help. I'm out of Lacroix. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cheap. That's why, man. <laughs> So cheap. Well, I mean, it, that's the thing, though. I think it's those people that drank pop or soda or whatever for years, and they wanted to get away from that, and kind of like it's kind of exactly. like their, it's it's like their uh, what 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 do you use for it when you try to get off cigarettes? It's like their nicotine patch, it's a patch, or like it's like their va- version of vaping. I don't know. I just like of- I, I like I like carbonation, you know, but I don't. I'm trying to do it without the calories. So. I, I oh. guess I guess I can understand that. It makes a little weaning yourself off of pop a little bit easier. Yeah, that does make more. But, like, so Lacroix is the vaping of soda. It's basically what it is. Holy shit. I can't argue with that. <laughs> but can you do Jack, cool Jack, tricks? As Jack hits his vape and takes a sip of LaCroix. Can, can you do cool tricks with LaCroix, though? Uh, no comments. <laughs> is it fizzy enough to do... The, remember remember when Coke and Mentos was a huge thing on the internet? Oh, yeah. Can can that happen with Rakoi? Is 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 the is the the chemical reaction still yeah. there? Yeah, I wonder if it's like one of the ingredients or it's just the carbonation. Because I always see it with Coke or Pepsi. I can't so remember. it's usually Diet Coke. Oh, yeah. everyone Diet says Diet Coke. Coke works the best. Oh, it must. Okay, interesting. Might, yeah, might be all yeah. those carcinogens exploding. Dude, I mean, they have like fucking aspartame, dude. That shit is terrible for you. Aspartame, aspartame. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Aspartame. Uh, like look in the re- are you talking about aspartame? No, 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 aspartame. Look, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an artificial sweetener. It's uh, it's dude. called a- what? <laughs> it's, has anyone ever told you that you say that word really fucking weird? Wait, aspartame? Is aspartame, you, yes. I've heard it pronounced. I, okay, if that's the case, then I've heard it pronounced. <laughs> I thought the other you way. were like talking about like some Greek god or something like that. <laughs> yeah, the Greek god of Spartame blessed every exactly. bottle of Diet Coke in the world. He sounds, I'm, like, I'm someone who, he sounds like someone who helps uh, Wonder Woman or some shit. <laughs> 
dude holy fuck this is awesome yeah i will every every time that it's just my it's just the trend with me it's like dude you've been saying that fucking word wrong this entire yeah, time yeah, I'm, 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 so it would not surprise me if i was it's, it's aspartame it, i'm pretty sure it's aspartame it's aspartame. It is aspartame. But but I like the I like your moxie. I like the idea yeah. of it being aspartame. Hey, how often do we get to see a grown man learn a new word? You know, yeah, like this is like a moment in history. Aspartame sounds like the the hero lead of an anime about a Mexican. Well, hey, listen. You know, this is my rebuttal. If your fucking drink has shit in it that you can't even pronounce, Ooh. you probably shouldn't be drinking it. I mean, hey, I'm not arguing with that. Do you guys yeah. know that Aziz Ansari joke? I heard this one this week too about when he was in a restaurant with Fifty Cent. Do you guys know that part? That bit? Maybe Wait, I've no? seen like a okay, couple so, of stand ups. So, so he's like, everyone, shut the fuck up! Like, I, I, Fifty Cent is in this restaurant. I need to hear everything he says. And he and he hears Fifty Cent ask for a like a vodka grapefruit drink or something like that like vodka grapefruit so he brings it out and he goes and then 50 cent says the funniest thing that any grown man can ever say when they're handed a grapefruit vodka drink and he goes why isn't this purple (laughs) 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 and he's like everyone shut the fuck up 50 cent doesn't know what a grapefruit is <laughs> he's like he's like he's Yo, like why the fuck isn't this like, purple? What, what the fuck's wrong with these what's the fuck's wrong with this orange like, like what the fuck? and he's like yeah i get it apple fruit banana fruit carrot vegetable no 50 cent no grapefruit it looks like an orange so what you're saying is you peel it open and it has grapes on the inside yeah yeah, yeah. holy shit holy shit so anyways oh my god we're talking about but... oh i had something i wanted to bring up with you guys oh okay i'm yeah. talking about Aspartame, the greek god of Aspart- not knowing it's words. forever and from now on known as Aspartame. <laughs> it's no well also we were talking about what iCarly. we were talking about iCarly the other day was that what? monday what was that we were talking about iCarly. didn't we talk about iCarly? They, i think oh, that's they, true yeah, we they were talking about Gibby. I remember. Anyway, yeah. we we're talking about it in our production meeting. Well, anyway, <laughs> I think the reason why I thought that was because Jack Black guest starred on an. This is a date pull. Guest starred on an episode of iCarly, and his character's name was Aspartame because it was an episode about LARPing. <laughs> why the fuck do you remember this? That's because I love random. Jack Black. <laughs> Fair enough. Have you seen the episode? Like he did a show in Korea where he's like singing Korean oh, pop yes. songs, and they have to guess it's like what song. Fucking is. hilarious, dude! I, I love was that in clip. Tears. I love that clip. So we're talking about drinks. We're talking about like you know washing and cleansing the palate. So my question to you, gentlemen, this fine day is how do, a it's two part question. How do you feel about spicy food? Yes, I like. Okay, are we answer? Are we answering, or we're letting you? Yes, you're ask the answer. second question first. How do you feel about spicy food? Uh, tastefully spicy food is great. Uh, spicy in which I hate myself won't eat it. Like the ones where you have to sign a waiver, or shit, or they basically mace your tongue. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not going to yeah. eat a food just for right. the fact that it's spicy. Yeah, I'm yeah, on, I'm, I'm with on you on that. that. Yeah. So then, my second part of my two part question is: What is your hot sauce or sauces of choice? Ooh. Ooh. What, so, what, what's your go-tos? I've got mine. So, damn, my go-to is actually gochujang, Korean red pepper spicy, because it has mm. like a little bit of sweetness to it that that isn't replicated in any other kind of hot sauce I've ever had, and it usually comes in like a paste form that I mix with hot water to kind of melt it down and make it more of a sauce. But that shit's so good. The balsa sauce. I want what he's having. Okay, I like guashong. Is that how you say it? Guashong? Guashong? I don't know. Guashong? Okay. I like that shit. It's like the fermented red bean paste, right? 
or red oh, pepper paste. Are you talking about Kurt? Yeah, it's gochujang. Go, okay. <laughs> um, okay. What? Okay. For, so first, let me ask you guys this: Where are you where are you guys at on the red hot versus Tabasco debate? I if you're gonna make me pick, wait, you're talking right, about Frank's? you go to a diner and they ask you Tabasco or red hot. Which you're you, talking which, about Frank's red hot? Yeah, I'm Frank's red hot nine times out of ten. Same. Okay. Wow, that's three for three on Frank's Red Hot. I'm, Yo, I'm there with not, you. I'm not a big Tabasco guy. It's fine, and it's good in like beef chili and shit. Like I like yeah. it there, but like it's not you know my it's not my fave. I, I like the, it on oysters. Yeah, okay, that's there. I mean, like I don't mind it when I go to like I think Chipotle's like they only have Tabasco. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, and it's like every restaurant, every other restaurant you go to ever. It must be a sponsorship thing, but every other restaurant you go to, they give you a choice between the two. At so, the very least. Yeah. So there's one hot sauce in this house right now, and it's my favorite to pair with said Chipotle. 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 Uh, and that is uh, Cholua. Oh, I, Cholua thought it, is, I thought it'd be I a sp- of Cholua. I thought it'd be a Spartame. It's not a Spartame. <laughs> there's a Spartame. No, a- a- it's Aspartame. So I purposely, because I don't have you know a purse to carry my hot sauce around in like uh, our... Uh, dear lord and savior uh hillary clinton mm-hmm. um but uh i will purposely take the chipotle home so that i can enjoy it with my chalua sauce so i will wait like extra time to you know bring a side of sour cream too which brings me to a genius idea i have now i'm trademarking this, TM, this TM, is, TM, we're TM. gonna i'm gonna mail this to myself okay i'm just gonna seal the envelope so this is my idea you can't take it but they need to have a hear me out a hot sauce flavored like it needs to be a licensed agreement there needs to be a hot sauce flavored sour cream this is what i this is what i Mm, want to have i don't know how much i'd like that i would love it because i'm always when i go to chipotle i'm always putting like a i have a side of sour cream and i'll put one like right where i'm about to bite and then i'll put the chalu on top of the the sour cream i'm like save me a step save me you know you know uh, i i'm not against the idea but the only the only crazy thing about well First of all, I feel like when I go to Chipotle, every time you ask for sour cream, they fuck that burrito bowl or whatever with sour cream. Like they they slather that <laughs> shit in sour cream, dude. <laughs> like they just I always get the stingy ass Chipotle people. They're just fucking stingy. They're like counting the cubes of meat and shit. Like, come on, man. Uh, see, I I have the opposite problem usually. Like they're just like, yeah, I'm just gonna fucking like lay that shit on there. Just fucking ladle that shit. Like I wish. Um. Well, some people like for me, like I, I like sour cream and hot sauce in mine but it's got to be a nice balance of like both you know what i mean it can't be like you know i can't have like a little bit of sour cream and then like a lot of hot sauce i, I usually yeah, like it's gotta be a good bite it's gotta be a good bite. I, the ratios matter just like toilet paper water the ratios matter here yeah. so how so, would you how would you ratio your your sour cream and hot sauce mix? i would probably do 20 to 2 or 10 to 1 i guess <laughs> that's on math 20 works. to 2 look okay <laughs> so for me i would i would v- prefer to keep them separate because there's there's a thing about the human mind and how the tongue interacts where like homogenization isn't as delicious to us as like actual separate things like i think yeah. if you mix if if you truly were not hot sauce plus sour cream but instead like a hot sauce sour cream I think it wouldn't taste as good in the long run. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, there, it's not an exact science, you know, like it, it's going to take some experimentation. Like, you can't just be like, oh, just mix this and this, the two ingredients. Like, yeah, I agree with you. They're going to have to play with it. Yeah, I think it would be a weird, I think it would be a texture thing. thing. You know, but I'm saying I would patronize that 
that product if it were to exist. Is all I'm trying to say. Or Yo, we, we want you want to talk about great combinations though. Sriracha motherfucking ketchup. It's not bad. Sriracha ketchup. Another is condiment. The shit. Another condiment I have, guys. Which I'm sad to say you, you don't have Whataburger up there, but holy shit, Whataburger is awesome and it's cheap and it's huge. But they introduced me to spicy ketchup. They have spicy ketchup there, just in oh, packets you can buy. That it's sounds really good. awesome. And they sell it in the stores down here too. So I bought the Whataburger mm. spicy ketchup to dip my uh, corn dogs in, and it's the bomb. Nice. Hell yeah. Were you wait? Were you guys out on the sriracha craze? I'm a huge sriracha fan myself. I'm mad. I like it. I like it. I don't love it. I like the guachong much better. Much Go, better. Gochujang. Go, I'm sorry. The gochujang. Go, that, the to guachong. Me, that to me is so much better than uh, than uh, sriracha. Like I, I'm kind of surprised that that sriracha got so huge because it is yeah. like the king now of hot sauce. And apparently the I don't know if you guys know this, but like the the plant or whatever they cook it in. I, I don't know if it's in New Jersey or or LA. I can't remember what coast it's on. But anyways, everyone that lives around it like fucking hates their lives because like the chemicals and all that are just like destroying like all the property value and just making a really shitty thing to live next to. Rip. So apparently making yeah, making that sriracha like is really fucking bad for all involved. Hmm. Except for the end, on, end user. No, Watch especially on, the end what? user on their end if you catch my drift oh uh, yeah yeah nah. hey, uh, but butt jokes poop jokes guachong sounds like a fucking tekken character fyi <laughs> get totally ready does. for the next battle <laughs> guachong anyway you know i did i listened to a recent podcast episode that interviewed uh the guy behind hot ones you know that youtube series uh, where the guy eats yes. like really hot oh, wings yeah the guy eats hot wings yeah. Yeah, yeah and and they were talking about how their their main dealer for like hot peppers like they gave them the um like the, it used to like they used to own the world record right for like hottest pepper ever and this one other random dude like came up with one that was even hotter and that first dude was just like oh that's cool and then he just like pulled out a pepper he's been like sitting on for years and is like this is hotter fuck you <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> and they call that one pepper x now <laughs> Oh shit! What, so it's that's hotter than like what the what what's the hottest it's, one? The ghost chili or whatever? Yeah, no, the no, ghost chili. Not, yeah, it's not even close, close anymore. Yeah, I, or I don't, Carolina. What Carolina Reaper? Reaper? That's not yeah. even close anymore. No, yeah. that's not even close anymore, guys. No, yeah. Well, now it's Pepper X is the hottest pepper. Yeah, I, but here's the thing about it. It's kind of like graphics cards. Like one thing you can be for sure is like in six months there's gonna be a brand new ceiling because they're they've gone to genetic modifications now. Yeah, it's all like the what the CRISPR gene or some shit where they're just gonna crank it up every few months. So we're fucked. I'm, I'm waiting on the gets we're, dude. We're, where's the Peruvian puff pepper? Like that's mm. what I'm waiting on. Dude, what fucks me up is when people eat hot food and then their nose start bleeding. I'm just like, oh, that's fucked up. That's, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like it's gonna get to a point where like I say Peruvian puff pepper. That's a Drake and Josh reference. Right. Um, I'm, I'm waiting for like the pepper to come out to be like, oh yeah, this pepper. If you eat it, it'll probably cause instant kidney failure. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 50 50 yeah, chance. I'm, I'm waiting for a pepper where it's <laughs> like, you want an easy way out? Just bite into this pepper. <laughs> yeah, so we just got pulverized. We just put pulverized glass in this here now. Good yeah. luck. <laughs> Yeah, as you swallow it, it will actually burn your esophagus, so you can't breathe as you swallow. Yeah, that taste is actually just, you know, the, the your esophagus shredding. <laughs> if, like... you, if you keep it in your mouth long enough, you'll start to taste iron, which is normal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty good just blood yeah. pouring out of your mouth you, know, you have to sign this waiver you have to provide what blood type you are yeah so we can get you an extra bag of blood <laughs> all right let's move on we've okay, gone yeah, too let's, far let's, we've crossed yeah, the rubicon let's, let's let's talk about some video games jack do you want to start us off 
we played a game, you and I. Yes, we did, Jack. We uh, co-opt, some would say, and we found a way out. The game you is know the way? a way out. Yeah, we know the way. We found the way. We did. We did find the way out within like two hours. We can say that now, and the game was fun. We played the whole thing beginning to end on PC. Uh, you were mouse and keyboard, and I was controller, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and, and I didn't have to buy it. Since Jack bought it, I just like kind of piggybacked off his copy. Hey, that's how they designed it. You yeah. know, they're uh, revolutionizing the way that uh, uh, AAA games are bought and sold. So how does that work, though? Did you have to download it? Or? Yeah, so I had to download the friend pass version of the game, which is, they call it the trial version, and you can't even play a demo of it. It's literally only, like, if a friend invites you and that friend owns an actual copy of the game, then you play it with them. So real quick, just let me get this off the top here. It was developed by Hayes Light Studios and published by Electronic Arts, uh, directed by the famous, now notorious, uh, Yosef Fares, Fares, however Fair, you say his name. Yosef Fuck the Oscars Fares, I believe fuck is his full Oscars, name. Yeah. Is it, is, it's Yosef, it's not Joseph? I think no, it's, Yosef, it's Yosef, yeah. And uh, it's in the Unreal Engine 4. Um, it's on Windows, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. Came out March 23rd, so very recently. It's about six hours long, five, six hours, depending. I think that if the second playthrough, I think you could do three. Yeah. Because there's so much time wasting in that game. And I don't know. Do you want to just get into it? Or do you, do you want to talk about other, you know, I top mean, level stuff more? Okay, so overall... My my experience with it is I walked away feeling like, yeah, other people should play this game. I think it's an important game for people to play. Keep in mind real quick, I know Colin wants to play this, so let's not like spoil it. We're not going to spoil the game. We're just yeah, going to talk about overall impressions and thoughts. Yeah, we won't say that Snape <clears throat> killed, uh, that, that the ending happens. Um, yep. Although I will say that the ending is a very redeeming factor. Like, if you're playing this, commit to the end. It's absolutely 100%. It makes the much like Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons, you know, Joseph Ferris's first game. It's worth getting to the end, hundred uh, percent. There is a payoff. I agree with that. However, uh, to retort your last statement, I would not blame anyone for dropping off this game. I wanted to drop off of it multiple times. I was like, "Fuck this! Keep my thirty dollars. I don't want to play this anymore." Because there's a lot of things they're trying to do. It's very ambitious, but I don't know how successful they are. And like all you and I could do is point out kind of like all the flaws and like also all the references. So there are a lot of like pop culture references in this game. I don't know if we should mention them or not, but it's in prison. So obviously Shawshank Redemption is going to be like Shawshank as fuck. Dude, it's so Shawshank. And then there's like a chase scene that's straight out of a Casino Royale. Have you ever seen the movie, Colin? Casino Royale? No, no, I haven't. It's a great movie, by the way. Probably my favorite Bond movie, if not... uh, one of my favorite spy movies, period. But Casino Royale, there's a chase scene that's straight out of that movie. And then there's other stuff, too, but I'll let you guys kind of discover it. But it tries to do a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of, like, things that are, like, in open games, open world games, right? Like, side games. There's, like, horseshoes and there's darts. And there you can play guitar badly. And you can arm wrestle each other. You can arm wrestle each other. You can... It's a, we- it's a weird thing, though. But it's, it's, hi- it's very linear, too. Like, you can get through the game pretty much by pushing up and X a lot. You can progress through it. So There's a lot of things you can miss, too. You know? So, I I think, overall, the acting is just not good. You know what I mean? It's It's not on the level that it should be. Really? Yeah, and the scripting is not standout, either. You know? So... I, I'm trying to I'm trying to not give up give away too much, but I will say the game has its problems. Not a perfect game, however, I'm glad I stuck with it. I'm glad I saw the end, uh, 
And yeah, I, I would, I could recommend it to someone like, hey, try it out. I would definitely not recommend paying thirty dollars for it if you can, if you cannot. Um, you know, wait till it goes on sale. Don't steal the game for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. But uh, eh, I, it, I, I was also way too hype on it from last E3 because coming out of E3, it was like the for me, it was like the big game to look forward to. And I just think I built it up too much, and also just coming off of uh of all that cachet that uh, they had with brothers. I thought brothers uh, tale of two sons was such an awesome tight experience. It was like, you know, one afternoon you could play it. And I think it's six hours a way out is not something you can say, Oh, you can beat one sitting. Sure. A lot of people do and will, but that's not something the average person would do. Right. That's at least two, three days uh, to, to get through. And it took us what? Three days about, I think three days. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, I got so fucking bored and tired. I had to go to sleep. Like I do think the game would, it benefit from quicker sequences, shorter sequences, less um, less kind of distracting bullshit, essentially. Like, if the characters were really, really likable, I think I'd be into it more. But right. they kind of felt like stereotypes in a lot of the ways. Character, yeah, caricatures. Characters yeah. are not great. The yeah, story like, is just not great. And like in a game like this, you need a really strong story. Yeah, like because when we were playing it for the first two hours, we were both going back and forth about like, holy shit, this is just like Shawshank Redemption. And and it mm-hmm. got to the point where one of the characters was like, well, I used to be a bank teller out in the real world. And I was like, fucking A, he's... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? It, oh, oh, there's so much overt like homage. Yeah. It's, it's borderline not even homage. It's borderline just plagiarism. At yeah, certain point. so that you it, can tell a lot about a man by looking at his shoes. <laughs> there, there's literally a black guy who can get you whatever you need. It's, yeah, it's literally, like, it's, it's very, it's so and Shawshank, it, and it also didn't help that I literally saw Shawshank Redemption the night before we played this game because I knew it was leaving Netflix like the next day. So I am like fresh off the Shawshank uh, 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 trip, and so the game's good but it's it's just overall i have to say it's disappointing it's not on the level of brothers i think brothers is a better game in a lot of respects um and i just think there's way too too many um quick time moments like we got over that with god of war one we got over that with fucking the 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 fucking uh what is it like uh, the eyes thing or whatever in Shenmue like fuck that like I, we've been doing this for a long time and there's just way too much uh, uh, reliance on that as like a fun quote unquote thing to do in video games anymore in 2018 although if you want to get real fucked up with a friend while you play this drink every time you both need to be there to open a door seriously you'll yeah. get you'll get destroyed by like two there's, hours yeah th- that's th- was really annoying to me it was like that's how they gate the game there's like oh this cart that's just too heavy or this door that's just too heavy like you know you got you need both of you to push it or both of you to open it or or you have to time your door you know you have to time your button presses to go together or you won't um <clears throat> you won't open the door like i don't know i just i've seen it, it's just not doing anything like especially unique that being said there are some awesome moments in the game which i won't say too much about but it definitely ramps up at the end for sure. Yeah. And, and I think the hospital scene was very cool. I'll just say that. Yeah. Like uh, we, we've been saying a lot of bad things about the game, but when the game gets cool, it's very cool. Like it really does feel like, wow, I'm a playing a co-op game that has never existed before. And I think this game is successful in that where it, there's no game like it. You know, there are other games that you can play co-op, you know, like through a story mode or whatever, but this kind of, beats it this this tops the cake honestly is it better than kanan lynch 
I mean, Tic-Tac-Toe is a better game than Kane and Lynch. Yes. <laughs> so Yeah, that was the last two-player split-screen co-op game I think I played. Yikes. Me and my buddy, like... My my uh, my one friend is is the the guy that we we'd always play through co op games together. The last game we played was Kanan Lynch two, and we beat through it in one night, and it was fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. The most notable scene was there is a scene where each one of your characters is running around to the area naked, butt ass nice. naked. Oh, she's nice. yeah, oh, like oh, Metal Gear Solid two. That, that reminds yeah. me. That was just disclaimer warning: if if you're very fragile and can't deal with pixel man wang, uh, the first like two minutes of a way out does have some just just straight up. Here, here's a dick. <laughs> Yosef yeah. Ferris, everybody. Mm, it's it's an okay game, but again, with all the hype and all the hyperbole around it and just the way it came out of there uh, of E3 last year, like I was so hyped on it. So, you know, maybe it's a little bit of my fault, you know, bringing expe- high expectations to it, but I, I can't say that it's a great game. It's okay for me. I, I would say it's it's an important game. It, it exists in a space that I'd love to see more games like it, but I'd also like to see those future g- hypothetical games execute it on a higher, more engaging level. I, I would much rather play Cuphead co-op, same couch with somebody, than this game, for sure. Right, but the difference there is that when you have Mugman with you, you're both still basically doing the same thing. Like, you're both basically the same characters. I'm just saying it's just a yeah it's just a better experience I get what you're saying like it's just it just didn't deliver for me I don't know like I said there's there's good but the bad to me is too there's too much bad to offset all the good but I'm glad that I played I'm glad I beat it yeah I mean I after seeing the ending that we got uh, there are are multiple endings by the way I went to see the others and it, I don't know. I, I have a lot more respect for the game after seeing like Yosef Ferris's grand final vision, and I'm still are excited. There, huh? Are there two endings or three? There are two endings, I believe. Okay, I saw and, the other one too. So yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm still excited for whatever the like. If Yosef Ferris is going to direct a third game, I'm excited for it. I just think maybe he should have a team that's a little bit more like. Are you sure we need this? Are you sure we need that? Yeah, I think EA happened to this game. I think that's a probably you know something that is sticking to my craw a little bit that I can't help. Actually, but they didn't. They were completely hands off with this game. Oh well, that's just depressing then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's I was trying I'm to saying. give them an out. Well, I yeah. Well, I, I just read an interview not too long ago with Joseph oh. Joseph Ferris about this game, and he said, yeah, like <clears throat> other than some like like huge huge like very like general decisions. Like they were really, really hands off about this, and and that's why I'm saying for if he makes the next game, I'd like to see a team that kind of questions him more directly about whether s- certain things need to be in the game. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of scenes in uh, a way out that almost all of them are optional, but the fact that they're there kind of feels more like padding than anything else. Because, mm-hmm. you know, okay. like in every scene, there's like mini games where like, you know, who can bat the highest average or like who can bench press the most weight or who can do the most push ups, you know, and it's like that's cool and all like so you can be competitive with your your friend, which in, in the grand scheme of things is cool and does do a lot for the game. But I feel like it could benefit from having less of those because eventually they just feel like distractions. And, you know, it got to the point where Jack and I, when we were playing, it'd be like, oh, look, there's another minigame. Fuck it. 
like don't do it. Yeah, like, I just didn't care time. anymore. I was like, just get to like the fucking story. I don't know. I think back to like the best of the Telltale games. Uh, Walking Dead is one of them for me, and it, that to me was just paced so wonderfully. I thought, and I think I think that way out has major scripting, acting, and pacing issues, and gameplay design. Like, there's too much quick time m- moments in it, you know. So, oh, and the gunplay isn't great. Just side note, no, <laughs> gun, gunplay is no. not good. <laughs> You know, but it, and it just also depends too on like how like our play style is. Like us, we're two sarcastic fuckers, so we were just like cracking on the game the whole time and like not taking it like too seriously at the end. Whatever happens at the end, if if you had two people that were competitive and taking it like serious, then I could see that definitely ratcheting up the tension. However, you and I did not play that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's a way out, everyone. It, it's worth it. Kind of, maybe not full price. <laughs> Yeah, wait till it goes I, on sale and then play with your friend. Split I think I'm so. I think I'm still gonna play through it though. I'm still yeah, curious. It's, it's about worth it. playing. I think the ending's yeah. cool. Yeah, it, it's it speaks a lot to like what games can do. And I did remember reading an interview where Yosef Ferris was like, "I hope what a way out does helps kind of push AAA games in a different direction." And I agree with him. I think what he brings to the table is very fresh in terms of what video games can do. I just wish it was executed a little bit more interestingly. I don't. I yeah. also don't buy that this is a triple A game. Like I know it's, it's not. thirty dollars. He, like he never said it was. Oh, is that not what you just said? No. Yeah, he said it's like this is far from a triple A game. Triple A games have better animations and blah 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 blah. Yeah, and maybe you, we could have made a bigger, a bigger, more grander scale game. You know, with a bigger budget. But the thing is, like, I wanted to. I, I wanted EA to be more hands off with this. I wanted you know to do my own thing with it. So okay. yeah, what he was saying is that he hopes that. what his game does makes triple a developers think about making games differently right okay Uh, yeah and also coming from like someone who had a a history in like film i would have expected i guess a tighter script too so that's something else that that gets me yeah uh jack did you play any other games that nino cooney 2 revenant kingdom son nino cooney uh level five developed of course uh it is on the it's on pc playstation 4 and it came out march 23rd uh the first game i played a little bit of it i was like this animation is awesome and this voice acting is sweet uh and then i just kind of fell off it in a bad way for some reason and the combat never really held me this game however already i'm only a couple hours in but it's already so much better than the first nino kuni I'm really getting hyped for it. And I know that uh, some of the uh, a lot of the gameplay like elements and stuff haven't even like opened and unlocked yet. So I'm looking forward to to that. But I think the animation is fantastic. I love the combat. I like the world they're they're building. I love the music. I love how batshit insane crazy the game starts out as. Can I give Colin? Can I give spoilers for like the first like two minutes of Nino Kuni 2? I already know that there's a bomb and shit. So, okay, so. You're, okay, so spoilers for the first two minutes of Nino Kuni. This is really not a big deal, but this is why this game is so fucking awesome. Because you're like the president of the United States in a motorcade, and you're like going to some summit in some foreign country. It looks like somewhere in Asia. And as you're crossing a bridge, the president goes, well, and like looks up, and there's like a nuclear missile flying towards the city. <laughs> Obliterates the town. The car, the president's car goes flying, and then I, I guess he dies or time travels or gets sucked up by the blue ether. And then he like rematerializes and he's like half his age. And he's like in Ding Dong Dell, the kingdom, right? Is what it's called. And he's like with this like cat man prince. 
And then he's like walking down the hallway with the cat prince boy. And like someone's going to like attack. Like there's a not mutiny. What's the word I'm looking for? A coup. There's like a coup going on. And uh, and the president of the United States pulls out a motherfucking gat and guns <laughs> down a dude to defend the cat boy prince. And I'm just like, holy shit. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah, th- this is a medieval fantasy RPG, but he has a gun. <laughs> the fucking president of the United States has infinite bullets, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to worry about ammo. It's pretty cool. Okay. It's insane. So oh, I'm and, like, and yeah. you can charge it up to shoot a laser out of a gun. Spoilers. I, I don't have that. No, that no. That's just, that's just part of the that game. It's just a mechanic. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I'm still learning. I'm still early in the game, but already I'm like, yes, this game is awesome. I'm really liking it. It's been a while since I've gotten into RPGs in a big way. I know I have Final Fantasy 15, and it's there for me, and also Final Fantasy 12. But like this game, I can tell will be a time sink for me. It'll probably take me all of this year to beat it, depending on how long it is. I heard it's kind of shorter as far as RPGs go, like around 35 hours. I, I welcome that. Yeah, I I yeah. am about as far as you are in that game. I believe I'm enjoying my time with it. Uh, I. I kind of didn't really know what to expect with the combat, but I love the combat. It feels a lot more like a Tales of game rather than that weird Pokemon kind of thing that they did in yeah. the first game. Where you had where you didn't really fight yourself, as I understand it. You didn't really fight yourself, but you like commanded like monsters. Uh, Pokemon type mo- monsters to fight po- for you in the first pocket game. Monsters. This one's way more Yeah, this one's way more direct now. Yeah. It's more like there's, you know, like a quick attack, a strong attack. There's special abilities to unlock, and the animation's great, man. And it, it, the combat's kind of easy for me right now. I don't know, maybe I just over leveled, but like right now, I can like kill like mobs in I don't know a couple seconds. From from what I hear, it never gets harder. Yikes! Yeah, like, I don't. It's hard. I have a hard time believing that. That'd be crazy if it does. Like there's there's specific bosses that you can, and this is what I've read and from the reviews and things like that. Like you can seek out certain bosses that are harder. But, like, there's next to no grinding needed to get through this game. Like, the game wow. just, you get through combat pretty easy. It just moves. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with I, that, I, though. I feel like I have so much more to unlock with combat and everything, too. Because, mm. I mean, the story so far is kind of interesting to me. Because, you know, it's, it's all about those, like, parallel universes kind of a thing. Where, like, you're yeah. a president and you're trying to help out this, like, young king become the king of his country again. Young which, Kang. Yeah, which is just like, I don't know, that's kind of a neat story thread for me. And I know mm. later in the game, you eventually get to build up the kingdom and it becomes kind of like a, a city simulator almost. That's what I hear. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, need they, to, I need to wait to see to what that's about. There's all there's all it's like a freaking onion, man. It's like an ogre. There's yeah, a lot of a lot of layers there. N- Nino Kuni too, Revenant Ogre. Revenant Ogre. Yeah. Um, What I have heard about the game, and you can tell me how true this is, is that um. Like aside from like the the it being set in the world of uh, what is it Ding, Ding Dong Dell Dong Dell please yeah um and kind of like the a similar art style it's not really that close at all to the first game good which is good I I like I said I didn't spend I fell off Nino Cooney in such a hard way man I I, pl- um, I played ten hours of Nino Cooney one and I was still like when does it get good. <laughs> Really, it never, it never like picked up. No, wow, you guys are breaking my heart. I like the new Kuni one. I, don't, I didn't like <laughs> how it. How much did you much, play? Man. How much did you play? I didn't play. I, I, I confess, I didn't play all that much. 
but I wanted like, to like it so bad. I, I I don't know. I I really like the story the story setup so far though for for Nino Nino Kuni one. It's a lot <laughs> a really personal story. What what and, I am impressed by is that um what Studio Studio Ghibli did all the art for the first one. They did not. They stepped off the pedestal. They did right. not do the art for this game, and it still looks great. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. <clears throat> Factor Factor Five stepped up, man. Level yeah, well, five. I mean, I hope the uh, like it sounds like you guys are liking the story, which is good because oh, yeah. like from the reviews I was reading, a lot of people were saying the story isn't as strong as the first game. Again, we're early in early impressions. Yeah, very, very early. Yeah. Um, what I can I, say to you though is that it looks great, and it, the combat is among the best in an RPG I've played in a while. Oh yeah, it's still a must play for me for sure. Oh, and yeah. the PC port runs super well. Yeah, like super, I'm playing super, it on oh, PS4 wow. because yeah. I because it's running in uh in uh HDR and fuck it looks good there. I wanted to play it on the 4K, so that's why I got it on the console. But yeah, I've heard the PC one is is pretty uh pretty dope. Yeah, it's a pretty smooth port. I've had no issues. Um, I like I bought the game too, and I haven't been able to put as many hours into it as I wanted to because I also bought Far Cry Five and have been playing that game <sighs> for a bit. And by a bit, I mean like more than 20 hours. Since it so came out, tortured. I'm so tortured on that game. I want to like it. So, you want to like it? I I think it's pretty good though. I'm overall, I am very positive on the game. So really, yeah, really. So developed by like 20 different Ubisoft studios from all over, mainly Toronto right. and Montreal. Um, published by them as well. Uh, came out like last Tuesday, March 27, and it's. So originally when I first saw like, oh shit, Far Cry 5 is happening, I was really hoping that it'd be like very topical, very pertinent to real world America uh, right now. Yeah. Like I, I was hoping it'd like have something resonant or that would resonate with me very well. Because the, the storyline seemed like the trailers seemed like fuck. They're going there. Oh shit! Yeah. They're really gonna make this story and, and this game now. Like holy shit! And then and then the more recent trailers have been more about like you know driving off ramps on your buggy and you know yeah. like fucking befriending a bear and shit. And it became more this about the basically, wacky. This is basically yeah. just cause four. Yeah, it, it it went more for the wacky stuff, and that's that's when it hit me when like. You know, as as like as much as I liked Voss, it's not like Far Cry ever told like a super com- like I don't remember the full story of Far Cry Three. You know, I I just mm. know that it had some kind of some kind of deep message about you know violence in video games and like how you're just so easy to do it because they give you a gun. That's kind of it. Yeah. You know, it's not like the writing for Far Cry's been. I mean, like look at fucking Blood Dragon. Like you don't need to be a talented writer to come up with an '80s spoof, right? right. I never played. You know, f- uh, I never played four or primal, so I can't comment on those. But yeah, I have I have a bone to pick with not necessarily this game, but with the reviews. I have a really mm-hmm. big bone to pick with the reviews for this game mm-hmm. because do we disagree of- on video games, gentlemen? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the reviews for this game. They, this game has been getting lower scores because a, a lot of these reviewers have been basically taking points away from the game for not being a game that they want it to be. And in that they, they expected this highly political, highly allegorical game. And it just wasn't there because Ubisoft didn't read it that way. Uh, they expected because that's how the game was positioned when it was first announced. It was At like first. a big deal. Those trailers. Yeah. And, in and the then, beginning. Yeah. But uh, like I said, re- the more recent PR has been more about the wacky shit you can do in this game. 
Well, right, but it's it's never been touted as to, to be this like huge political statement, and that's what a lot of people expected out of it. It's, uh, it's actually I mean, a play on the the Branch Davidian cults from the nineties. It's a missed yeah. opportunity, though. Like it could have been a that game, and to come out at this time in like the the culture, right? Like it it could have been significant. It's yeah, like, but you're gonna it you're gonna get, you're gonna you're gonna drop the score because of that. I think that's stupid. Well, and and the I, other I, thing too, just the way I'm thinking of it is. It could have been that game, but I'd want them to hire qualified writers to handle a story For that sure. could have been that game. For and, sure. I, and because I don't think they did, I'm glad they didn't try to make it like this is real world America. And this is the this is a possible problem that could happen in 2019 if we don't get our guns in check. You All know, I'm like, hoping for is that the game that is out now on shelves is actually truly, in fact, the game they're trying to make. If that's it, then, hey, uh, fair play. Like, it's just not a game that I'm that interested in playing. And I agree with you, Colin. Like, if people are dropping their scores because it's not meeting some false expectations that they're putting in their heads or they're thinking they're not just, like, rating it based on its own merits, like, I totally agree with you, and I, and I, and I stand with that. Now, me, I played, Far, I played the shit out of Far Cry 3. I played the shit out of Far Cry 4. I skipped Primal. I didn't play much of Blood Dragon, but I know I got the gist of it. Shame. But Shame. I'm just on fucking I'm just on like fucking Far Cry fatigue and because those games are so fucking similar in so many ways. So me, I want something that is going to be different than those games. And to me, what I'm hearing is that it's, and what I'm seeing is that it's just not different enough. It's just kind of more of that formula. I mean, there are some some uh, things they take away, like they make that stupid joke about not having to climb towers like all over the place and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Within like the just, first hour, they make that joke, which is pretty good. I like it. Right. Uh, and it's just like I need more than that like that's a start but like I need it to be I don't know I need it to be like a a game that I can like fall in love with that is kind of like wholly unique I need the impossible basically like make a new you know like kind of phenomena level game in order for me to feel like it's relevant or anything above like a 7 out of 10 right because it's just more of the same for me so I'm just like hey good on you you did that it looks a little bit better um, you know, there's new weapons and stuff. It's a new location. But if the story isn't like super compelling, then there's and the gameplay is largely unchanged and there's so little reason for me to play. And trust me, man, I was there. I was going to be there day one. You know, if the story was strong again and if they if they uh, evolve the series to where it needs to go, because how many times are going to do this game, guys? It's just yeah, like well, three well, and four. Oh, yeah. So so here, do you want me to tell you more about it since I've actually played it? So you kind of know like sure. what it is. So it's it is definitely more of three and four. The fact that there are less towers, though, like I don't think that'd make a big difference, but it kind of really does in how you explore the world. Because what they do is that it's a lot more like Skyrim. Like you remember when you were like super into Skyrim? It was a like you kind of get to that point where you're like walking around and you look at your compass and you see like, oh, there's something there. Let's just walk over and see what it, what it is, right? Like you kind of just mm-hmm. explore as you want to. And this game. It Far Cry Five kind of leads you to that more rather than here's your tower and then you climb it and it reveals all the markers and you set a waypoint and you just walk to it. You know, it's like right, it's a right. lot more than that, which I'm kind of enjoying that a lot more. Mm. And I don't know, it's in this weird place where the like a lot of the characters and a lot of the story makes me groan for the most part, right? Like what what they've done in this game is they have like four bad guys, four fucking bad guys, hmm. and and all of them are like uniquely insane. And I'm just every time I'm just thinking like, man, they're trying so hard to hit that sweet black oil, you know? They're trying so hard to create another Voss. 
that everyone oh, just fawns man. over and loves. And so I'm not they try saying too hard in a way. Yeah, and it's not like they all remind me of Voss. It's just like you can tell that they're all like wacky, like manufactured to be wacky. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay, so they're trying really hard to make a character that resonates with everyone in the same way that Voss did with his whole like, have I ever told you the definition of insanity? Right. Like, right. I don't know. They they struck gold with him, and then they ruined his character in three. And now they're trying so hard to strike gold with with a new guy here, and all of the characters. I mean, I've I've really only met two of the the main bad guys, and like the super the top one, you know, Joseph Seed. I think mm-hmm. I don't know because like all th- like three of the male brothers are named Joseph, John, and Jacob, and I'm like, you want me to tell the fucking difference between three wow. guys named Joseph, John, and Jacob? Are you kidding me? That's funny. Yeah, John, Jacob, Hammersmith. You don't know how many times I've thought that while playing the game, but yeah. So like the the top dog, he's he's kind of boring. He's just right. he's, like he he comes off as your typical cult leader who truly believes that God has spoken to him and he's leading the world into the righteous justice, like the true path full of justice that only he can bring it to, even if it has to be through guns. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, that's cool and all, but you're not an interesting character. You're just kind of a caricature. And mm. like his other, his lieutenants, which are like his brothers and one sister, you know, they're, they've all got their own thing. Like one of them is like the very, you know, like um, the he's, he's a very military kind of guy and is like, I will beat you into submission and like you will learn what it means to be good. And one of them is like, I learned the power of saying the word yes. And now I'm going to teach you to say yes to everything which like could have been cool but i've i've killed him already and it wasn't that great <laughs> his story wasn't mm-hmm. that interesting and then the third lady she's like a witch drug demon who comes to you through your like cocaine dreams and like kidnaps you via your cocaine dreams which is like really weird but still isn't striking me in the same way that voss did let me ask you do you get the sense that they maybe like got gun shy with the story maybe the 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 game that everyone was hoping they were going to make was actually like something that was in the plans and then they like you know late into development they're like no we need to change it they flinched and like we can't make this game we're going to get too much heat no i get the feeling that they had they had this plan from the beginning and this is the game they wanted to make that's what i feel like and and i feel like what it was is that pr was originally like oh shit we can like key into the political zeitgeist right now for like more marketing but I mean, then, it is a militias, you know, and religion like in Montana. That's the first time it's in America, which is kind of like supposedly the selling point for this game. Yeah. And I mean, the game is beautiful. Yeah. It's very, very like I've I've taken moments where I just kind of look at the landscape and I'm like, wow, this is like this is cool. Like the fact that I'm looking mm-hmm. at this right now is really neat. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if you're looking for serious story, it's probably not going to hit you. And in fact, it may not be, it's nowhere near the best that Far Cry's been in terms of story, but it is the best Far Cry's ever been in terms of gameplay and exploration. I, I stand by that fact. Huh. Like, right. Well, it, well, I mean, you have no idea how many times I have talked myself out of plunking down 60 bucks to play it. I really, really want to like the game. It, it was like my first triple A, like, oh, must buy of this year. And and then once like all the reviews started coming, in, I started hearing about it. It just was breaking my heart man yeah tear I mean, me apart lisa because if you were wanting something serious like the closest they get is they have this <laughs> they have this one stupid side mission where this fbi agent is like hey hey you you you're the deputy you're the guy who's been like you know 
ruffling up feathers in this this cult. I need your help. The FBI has sent me on a very secret mission to get uh, get like this tape of the president doing some very nasty things, and it's it's owned by some Russian spies who are living here in Montana oh, that you have to kill. And he keeps no hinting way. that like this video is it relates to the president and some liquid that uh. he can't talk about anymore and Holy i'm just like shit. okay okay guys Topical. i get it p tape i get it <laughs> oh my god yeah that's the closest it gets to like you know kind of lampooning reality i guess hmm. and they could yeah done and, so and that's more. that that's the thing that that kind of bothers me about the the this whole thing like people people get you went into these reviews like totally expecting Ubisoft to make like this anti-Trump or like anti-Republican game or for whatever reason and it's just another case of games journalists or whatever pushing their politics on top of something it's like dude this isn't something for you to just place your political agenda on top of it's a fucking video game so it seems to me Colin not sorry I don't mean to interrupt you but it seems to me like you think the game is underrated right now for, for well, I, political reasons, I and I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, and and I'm sh- and I'm sure there's plenty of reviews out there that are judging it for simply being a game. In fact, I know so. Okay. It, but it's just that there there are those handful of reviews that it's like, oh, we're gonna drop the score simply based on the fact that it's it's not fitting this this political ideology that I thought it was gonna go for. But wouldn't it and, be fair to say though that if marketing was like saying, hey, this is the game we're making, like this, it's gonna have these elements, gonna make you feel this way. And so you buy the game based on that pretense, and then it's not that at all. How can you blame someone for being disappointed? But was it, though? Was the marketing like that? Yeah, yeah the I, first I'll, few I'll, trailers. Again, I'll again reiterate the point that recent marketing hasn't been that. Only that initial piece of marketing was very like, America, guns, cults, well, militia. Well, maybe... Maybe it was what you guys were talking about when, or what Robert was proposing, that maybe they'd had like this PR thing, and they're like, well, maybe we should back away from that. Yeah. I don't. That's that's a possibility. I mean, like like I said, I don't know what goes on behind like the scenes. Yeah. All, all I'm saying is they're, they're that's judging it on the wrong merits. And it's like it. Like, we've seen this before, where where people were pushing their politics on freaking Kingdom Come Deliverance. And why? I don't even. Know it's about historical. That. Do I Fuck even off. want to know? Because people were genuinely pissed off that there was no black people in the game. Because okay. yeah, because there was totally black people in 13th century Bulgaria, just like The Witcher. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like it, the, the shit's kind of ridiculous, and and it just bothers me, man. It's like, no, yeah. dude. It's there's, it's called an artistic vision, like you know. Okay, I, I do wanna I do wanna launch one critique of the game. That's aside from all the politics stuff. Yeah. Um. So as much fun as the game is, like it's never been better. It's been a lot of fun to like blow up cars with rocket launchers, and you know, like dive bomb out of out of flying helicopters, and you know, like it's it's very action packed. Definitely fulfills that that masculine power fantasy, right? But here's the thing, I like I don't understand why it's so hard for Ubisoft to get women right in games. Like you remember fucking was it Unity where they were like, oh, we were gonna let you make female assassins, but we found out it was too hard to model a fucking female <laughs> oh, assassin, and then they updated it later and we're like, okay, we made females. Crazy. So, so Far Cry Five, I remember part of it, like the marketing for it was like, hey, now now you get a female, like you can choose a male or female deputy character, right? And you know, like that's the first time that they ever did that. Um, every Far Cry game, you were given a name, and you know you you were Jacob or Jason. You were uh, the, I don't remember the Far Cry Four guy, uh, like that his name. Oh, but, but a pagan men. 
Well, the the main character's name. Oh, that you no, play. nobody. Yeah, yeah. John well, Doe. Well, you got a name. Is is my point? I know, you were but like an yeah, integral, non-memorable. Like, yeah. Yeah, in the previous games, you were an integral part of the story. You know, like Jason. Like, oh no, mm. I was a college student. And I was having fun here, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. kidnapped. Like. Far Cry 5 kind of takes a step back from that because they want you to create your character. So, like, your only motivation is I was sent here because the military wanted me to go here. And that's yeah. kind of it. You don't you don't have any voice lines. You just grunt when you get hit. You know, you're the silent protagonist now. But... I, I Yeah. Well, okay, so the, the game, I don't think they uh, were good at coding the game in terms of like checking to see if you were male or female because I hear way mm. more often than I should like when you're just out and about in fights like the bad guys say like get him or like he's down he's over there when I'm playing as a girl I, I chose to play a femme rookie uh, femme watch deputy. your pronouns man don't assume my gender yeah and, and, and that's the <laughs> thing it's like I, I figured they'd at least check for that and then even in main story cutscenes. They have the character say like, "Okay, brand him," or you know, like wow. we've captured him. We've, we've, you know, it's it's like, come That's on, crazy. You, you could have like record, like just spent another minute recording a couple more lines. That's right? like game design one hundred and one kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, so, and and it just to me that just like keeps pushing this narrative of like, why isn't Ubisoft able to just get gender right? Like, if you can't do it, just make me like John Smith, de- it, yeah. male deputy who has right. a tragic backstory and has been sent to Montana to whatever, whatever, right? Like. I don't right. know. It, it just My, didn't. They didn't stick the landing with it, and it felt very like, you know, it felt like or dis, something. It felt dissonant. My mm. final uh, kick in the balls to this game <laughs> is that uh, I just I don't want to play. I have Far Cry fatigue, and this game is not enough. It's not doing enough or innovating on the formula enough to bring me back. Also, like, okay, it's not the story that maybe some people were hoping for, but based on what you're telling me, Robert, like, at least, at the very least, you can have compelling, memorable, awesome bad guys. I mean, that's, with Far Cry 3, you started to become part of the signature of the series, and without that, if that's, like, completely falling flat, then, like, what the fuck am I even doing? I'd rather go back and play Skyrim again or some shit, or play Far Cry 3 again. I thought about that, like, do I want to pay $60 for Far Cry 5, or can I just play 4 and 3, you know, again, for free? So yeah, yeah. so that, that's my final thoughts on it. And yeah. we've been talking about games forever. We have because there were a lot of games <laughs> to talk about. There really Colin, are. Yeah. What do you bring to the table? Um, real quick on the Far Cry Five talk, just want to give a shout out to Colin Moriarty and his video. He did a video on uh, Far Cry Five and uh, the politics uh, of game dr- journalism, as the the, the video is called. But yeah, go check it out if you're more and more interested on the topic. Um, but I've been playing Yakuza Kiwami. I finally got back to the the series that I've been loving on for like the past year or so. Um, I was playing near Automata and, and like I kept oh. sta- I kept staring at like Yakuza on my shelf. I was like, oh, I, thought I you were, really I thought you were about to say trying to stare up to skirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that too. How um, far are you in? Hold on real quick. Yeah. You can't bring out near Automata and not tell us how far you are in it. I'm like really I'm like really close to the end. Uh, I really ending? should go back and finish it. I, I'm uh, I finished like the 2A fight and uh, at the uh, Castle Kingdom or whatever. Oh, so you're at the and, first ending. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I know I cool. need to come back to it, but like okay. Yakuza's just just been calling my name because um, Yakuza Six comes out soon. Um, Yakuza Kiwami is like I, I was just eyeing it on my shelf. I'm like, damn it! All right, and so I threw it back in because I just had a hankering to play Yakuza again. And God, just the game is just so much fun. Like 
you know, just jump, it, it felt so good to just jump right back in, kick everyone's ass again, go through this amazing story with like so many twists and turns. And like Yakuza Kiwami has this amazing story, which is it's a remake of the original Yakuza for uh, FYI um, about basically how uh, Kiryu like and this happens in like the first couple minutes. Like you find this out. This isn't really spoilers um, that basically I'm. I'm so uh someone kills the patriarch of the the family that Kiryu is a part of and turns out it's uh Kiryu's adopted brother and Kiryu decides to take the fault for it and he goes to prison because of it goes to prison for him and while he's in prison a bunch of shit happens and, and Kiryu's brother essentially goes to the dark side and when you get out it's basically you have to fight against him and so like it, that turns into some very interesting intense like story plot points because especially after off of like after coming off of Yakuza Zero, which was the prequel, like you build a kind of a, like an attachment to uh, Nishiki as a character, which is his brother, and so like you have almost that tension built in there as a player as well, because you're like shit, I really like this character from the first the other game, and now you have to fight him. So <laughs> I thought it was a really cool narrative device, huh. but yeah. yeah. Um, great game. If if you're like Yakuza Zero, definitely play that before you jump into Kwame, obviously. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of just getting myself hyped for Yakuza Six because Yakuza Six seems like it's going to be amazing. And I've already kind of spoiled myself on a couple of details from playing the demo for the rest of the series. And I really want to play the rest of the series before I play Six, but I don't know if that'll happen. And this is uh, also breaking news as well. Uh, Marvel has decided to uh, do a cinematic universe of Yakuza, so there's going to be 25 of those. One every six months, <laughs> and they're just gonna be growing on trees now. So that and look forward to that. I heard they Dude, got they're Benedict doing... Cumberbatch to play Kiryu Kazama, <laughs> which which was a real interesting decision, I think. But I think I support it. Yeah, it was either him or the guy who played Stephen Hawking. So I think they made <laughs> the right Redmayne. choice. <laughs> yeah. No, we're gonna get uh, Michael Fassbender to play Kiryu because oh, he, man. you know, he's 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 the main video game. Uh, movie guy now he played freaking Altair or whoever the hell he played in that yeah. Assassin's Creed movie Michael uh, Fassbender you know I forgot he was Michael in uh, I forgot he was in uh, Inglorious Bastards he's awesome in that movie yeah I just watched it recently anyways uh, like yeah I'm, I'm excited I'm hyped for Yakuza 6 I'm definitely not like you Colin where I'm like I'm gonna play all the Yakuza's before 6 cause like fuck that that's too much that's, that's way too many games game. god the story like, is just that good though that's I, yeah, how much and, I care about the characters and here's the like, thing I, I read all the plot synopses for 1 through 5 because aren't the Yaku- games like aren't they like 60 hours each they're long. I mean, they're, they're they have that amount of content, yes. But if you mainline them, they're only like twenty hours or so. Because I, I mean, I I read the synopses for one through five because the Yakuza Six demo offers this like, hey, if you want to get caught up on Yakuza Six's story, here's like, you know, some quick little things to read. And I remember just reading through the first game synopsis, and I was like, wait, it's not over yet. Flip the page. Wait, still not over yet? Because like, there's so many twists and turns where I'm like, that would be the end to a story, in my opinion. But they keep going and going and going and going. And the rest of the games are a lot like that, too. So I, like, even though I've read the entire story, I don't remember most of the details because they introduce a lot of new characters and all that, too. I just remember oh, kind of yeah, like yeah, major, major plot points that at least are pertinent to like the beginning of Yakuza 6 and like kind of setting that game up. Yeah, and oh, and what I will say, by the way, they're doing like this deal on PSN too, where you can get uh, Yakuza Zero and Yakuza Six in one package for like seventy or eighty bucks. Nice. Oh shit. Yeah, that's not so bad. You can, yeah, so and I'm pretty <sighs> sure they don't. If you if 
I heard you correctly. They don't cover Yakuza Zero's story. I don't think they did in that no. in that synopsis. So Yakuza Zero's story, if if you play any of them, play Zero because Zero, well, any other ones aside from Six, if you that's pl- the one I have. play Zero. That's yeah, the one I have. that's Zero's, the one to play, huh? Zero has the best, like has the best story from what I'm seeing. Like the story wise, is it's amazing, right? Um, but yeah, just it's the oh, more over the top Japanese crazy shit. I, I actually just found out in the fifth game you can you can become a ramen chef. <laughs> oh, nice, dude! Spoilers, yeah. nice. Yeah, so yeah, no, yeah. it's an integral part of the story, Jack. Like, what to defeat the final bad guy? You need to actually use your ramen cooking powers. Subasa, I'm with you. <laughs> Here, here's my um, new favorite tidbit I found from uh, from Kawami was uh, so you can go to an adult video shop. Good. And you can find out a secret password and you have to ask him for like a copy of like fucking, I don't know, like backdoor slaps three or some bullshit. Uh-huh. And, and he's like, okay, uh, yeah, it's just back there through that door. And you go back through that, through that door. They have a fucking black market salesman in the back that'll sell you guns and weapons and shit. Wow. Nice. <laughs> nice. So he, he's like, yeah, it's better if we don't talk much. And he's some like stereotypical looking motherfucker with like a trench coat, and, like long hair and sunglasses. And he's like, yeah, just pick out what you want. And get the hell out. Like, <laughs> I really want to play amazing. this game. Oh, it's so great, yeah, dude! You have you'll have a blast the entire time you play it too. Like, it's just so much fun. Mm, yeah, because zero, you calling me, calling me, you wanna right. me, calling me. So we don't have much time left, so let's blitz through some news. <laughs> news can we make that our, our new jingle can you know i'm gonna take that and blow it up and i'll make that Let's our jingle. Do it. blow it up <laughs> that's my new cut you guys yeah. like it uh so quick quick things here persona 5 is getting an anime and it's starting this weekend oh, and dude. it's streaming huh go ahead i'm just i'm it, just it, exasperated it's, it's streaming on crunchyroll and hulu and we're gonna get Fuck. live broadcasts starting april 7 uh, that might be in Japan time. So here it might be April 8th. I don't know the exact times yet. That's my birthday. But live streaming wow. on the internet or on the TV? Well, it's on TV, but like there are, are there are an, like, look, you got to get with the times, old man. What? Anime, anime live streams now, at, like around the same time. What? It, it, like plays on channels on in Japan live. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's- I'm really excited. And now I'm like thinking like maybe I just should watch the show and not play the game because I'm never going to. I, I still uh, think it's worth playing the game. Um, if, if they do anything like the Persona 4 anime, they're probably going to go through the whole story. Um, it'll probably skip a lot of stuff, but Dude, like the small things, you know. I'm really excited. I'm really excited. This is news to me. This is this is grand. It's going to be good. Is there, oh, is there a noteworthy studio that's doing the animation? Um, I believe it's the same studio that uh, did... I mean, it's A1 Pictures who previously worked on Persona 4 anime. Okay. And I mean, I've seen that anime and it looks all right. I mean, it, it doesn't look awful. So I'm excited for it. Bro, I'm excited for this. Bring it. I love Persona. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely watch for sure. Oh, same. I will I'm too. Be, I got Hulu. Yeah, it's, it's going to be replacing my Dragon Ball Super binge for every weekend, which I'm excited about. Rip in pieces until so, you get that new movie. Let me ask, is it like, what's like the release schedule like? Is it one episode we, a week in North we, America? Yeah, weekly. It's weekly. For how many it, episodes? I believe it's slated for twenty-four episodes. Sweet. Which, uh, but the way an, the way Japan does their anime, probably after episode twelve, there's going to be like a couple weeks hiatus. So I, okay. I believe that's how it works. 
So is it dubbed or subbed or both? Just subs. Okay, and it okay, and we'll get it, and we'll get one episode a week. Is it half hour or hour? Uh, probably like half hour, 20, 24 minutes. Oh, you tease me. Okay. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, Dragon Quest XI, has been confirmed for the West, and it's coming to PC and PlayStation 4 on September 4th. And the big thing for me on this is like... What, what's with all these jrpgs coming to pc now that's like i'm, I'm happy i'm not gonna complain but like dude it's weird dude and that that game looks amazing and all the impressions i've heard of it have been great i know a couple of youtubers i watch uh imported some japanese copies of it and they said it's just it's it's might be the best dragon quest there is nice. oh snap yeah um they've also claimed that a switch version of the game is soon to come oh yeah i believe so it. I mean, nothing's official. Nothing's been announced for it yet in terms of release date. But I love like I, I love that that's the climate now. Like for games, it's like okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. But like, when's it coming to Switch though? Right. <laughs> I'm, I for for one am right on board with you, Robert. Like all these JRPGs to PC, like fuck yeah, about fucking time. Like give oh, yeah. the platform its due. You know, it's long been ignored by JRPGs for way too long. So I'm I'm right in line with this. Yeah, same. And speaking of big release dates being revealed, the new Spider-Man game for PlayStation 4 by Insomniac ah. Games is coming out September 7th. That's, what the, oh shit, that's three days between three, 11. Yeah, three, so you have <laughs> three days to be Dragon and, Quest oh 11, and then you, then you can play Spider-Man. Dude, what the fuck? Like, we, we got Yakuza 6 coming out three days before God of War. Now we have mm. Dragon Quest 11 coming out three days before Spider-Man. Is Spider-Man, is Spider-Man black in this one? No, no, it, it's not Miles Morales. So. No. It's Peter okay. Parker. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, it's that same Spider-Man game that had like that big demo at E3 last year. I remember. Yeah. 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 It looks awesome. I hope. Oh, I hope it plays it looked, like that and looks like that because I'm excited. That demo was impressive. Oh yeah. Yeah, it looks great. The box art for this game looks kind of bad though. Oh, it's I not. It's seen not it. great. It's very boring. No? Oh, I have to Google this now. I it's mean, not it, that it's, it's, it's not inherently terrible. It's just boring. Yeah. It's, it's just like just oh, bored to tears. Like the the box art would make you say, "Oh, it's Spider-Man." Oh wait a second! Is this a joke? <laughs> no, it, it looks like a, mean, it looks like a placeholder. It looks like I mean, it's a placeholder. That, that's the thing. It probably is a placeholder. We're still a couple months away. You know, that's weird. That's minimalist to say the least. Okay. Um. So in other news, Monolith Productions, the guys behind Middle Earth Shadow of War, have removed loot boxes. Wow! It's over. They're gone. Wow! And <laughs> I. Fu- <laughs> I, I love this line because I feel like it was forced out of the developer's mouths oh. like like meat through a grinder. Let's hear it. They, they said that they were worried that the loot box mechanic risked undermining the heart of our game. What the fuck? <laughs> so, like, what, six months after the game comes out? Yeah, six yeah, months like, later. What the, where the hell was this six months ago? Like, so I, I didn't want to play this game anyways, and I'm and this isn't either. enough to like have me play it. But at the same time, like, what is this? Just a week, right? A week or two after Battlefield Battlefront Two got no, it adjusted. Was it came out like a month before. No, no, I'm talking about these changes to the progression and to the loot boxes and all that. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. These are like two weeks apart. So to me it's like wow like it might actually be working like obviously they wouldn't uh make these changes if there wasn't a meaningful business case to do it because these changes are not coming maybe the loot boxes are but uh the battlefront 2 uh changes are not coming at no expense at all that's expensive as shit to implement and like you you know you're you're 
charging a lot of man hours to, to get those changes in place on server side and all kinds of things and QA. So anyways, like what I'm trying to say is like they, this is costing them and they're doing it for a reason because maybe the games didn't, I know battlefront two didn't sell very well, but I'm sure, uh, uh, shadow of war, shadow of more, what is it called? Shadow of war shadow is, of war. uh, is you know who's talking about it anymore kind of came and went it it definitely didn't make waves uh, back in 2014 like uh the original did shadow of mordor so yeah. you know like hey good on us i guess you know vote with your walls keep doing it if a game's shitty and it has like a uh, predatory you know uh, microtransaction practices then fucking don't buy it i didn't i didn't buy either of those games and i wanted to buy battlefront 2 and yeah, i said it- i couldn't it, to me, it's just it's way too much the case of too little, too late. It'd be yeah. like if if Square Enix came out and said we've removed Blitzball from Final Fantasy X. I'd be like, <laughs> okay, who gives a fuck? Like, yeah, no yeah. one cares now. It's, yeah. it's like it's like if like you, I don't know, if you break up with your significant other and then they're like, and then they come at you like six months later, you're like, wait, I've changed. Like, <laughs> dude, is it, listen, man, is come Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy X 15 years old now? Yeah, ten. Or is it even older? No, I thought it's like ten or twelve. It did not come out in 08, dude. It came out early two. Wait, 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 wait. Final Fantasy ten. Ten. Final Fantasy ten came out in like two thousand one. Two thousand one. Oh, it's seventeen yeah, years old. Holy yeah, it's seventeen fuck. years old. Rip, dude. That's insane to me. It's almost, almost old two, enough to vote. Almost two decades. Oh. It's old enough to see radar movie. Ah, uh, wow. Man, I was but the five. La- but Titus's laugh though, that's timeless. Seymour. <laughs> 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 All I remember that is Seymour. Okay, anyways. We're anyways. gonna uh, win. We're so saying. if you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime, which now mm. also means you're gonna start getting five games for free per month. Oh really? Which is weird because it's like, shit. what's with all of these like subscription services, right? I mean, I'm not complaining. That's great and all, but what? I mean, you've got like humble monthly is a thing. PlayStation Four, uh, if you get if you get like PSN, PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Plus, Plus. yeah, you get that. Uh, Xbox games with gold, right? So yeah. now Twitch is cashing, or Amazon and Twitch are cashing in on this. So this month, Dude. if you log into Twitch Prime. And I believe you have to download like the desktop Twitch client, which I didn't know was a thing. Yeesh. But there you go. Um, if you download that, then you get five games for free. You get uh, Tokyo 42, which I've never played. Dub Wars, which is interesting for like 10, 20 minutes. Uh, Kingsway. No idea what that is. It looks very Legend of Zelda-y. Um, Tales from the Borderlands, which I recommend. It's probably okay. one of Telltale's best games, in okay. my opinion. And steam world dig 2 which to me oh. is like it's that's surprising because like that's new dude i was i was gonna buy that game yeah so if you have amazon prime just log into twitch well download the twitch client and down, log into that and you can play steam world dig 2 through the twitch client i believe is how is how it works what you have to whoa, you have to di- it's not on steam yeah, is is that you need the Twitch desktop app to install the games? Oh, uh, uh, I mean it's not a deal breaker. It's just like another one of those, you know, another yeah. front end executable. Like, thanks for that. Everyone wanted, I'm sure, in PC world. Are these only PC versions then? To be safe. Yeah, I, be- I believe it's only PC. Okay, well, five of those games or four of those games. Who cares? SteamWorld Dig Two is kind of big deal. Yeah, Tales from the Borderlands. I, I'd say that's a big deal. I mean, it's just it's a good Telltale game, like right? But it's older, I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But I get it. I'm sure it's a quality game. Um, wow. So I guess I should do that then. I mean, if if you want the game, 
<laughs> yeah, I guess. Wow. Okay, I'm not going to say no. I mean, it's already something I'm paying for. Time to play video games. My my concern, though, is that, like, you know, if they're going to have that many games a month, like, the chances of all of them being awesome is incredibly low. I I mean, that's the same with all subscription models, though, right? Like, PlayStation Plus hasn't been, like, a banger every month. There are definitely some months that are better and some months that are, like, meh. I'm just saying, you know, it's a cool thing, but, like, don't get your hopes up. Like, oh, I'll never have to buy video games again. Like, it's not like that. Yeah. Um, let's see here. We've we've got two more news stories. They're both kind of really big. So, how about so f- how about we only talk about one? How about we just say fuck it and you don't talk about fuck- anything more? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, nothing kidding. else happened in video. Okay, well, no, I'm just so, kidding. Okay, so I, I guess well, let's go quickly through this thing then. So, Twitch has laid off around two dozen uh. employees, <laughs> and you know that, that was, this was a report from Polygon that came out uh, March 30th. And they're they've you know they're saying hey we're gonna lay off these people but also we want to increase our headcount by thirty percent by yeah. the end of the year sweetie sweetie baby baby honeykins booby it's gonna be okay we're we're adding thirty percent headcount worry not fret not no more then the, uh, yeah but how do why though then why will lay off these people isn't that a weird thing that's math right yeah <laughs> I, we're reprioritizing shit it's an Amazon yeah, company by the way. I, I yeah. understand. Like, I their, their explanation was they're they're reorganizing their departments and things like that, so people had to go because of that. But then, if they're going to increase their headcount by thirty percent anyway, why not find a new place for these people and just wait out the storm until they're willing to hire that thirty percent? Unless, I mean, the only explanation I could I could hear, or you know, I could imagine is that these people were just like hindering productivity, or they just weren't very productive in in and of themselves, you know. But otherwise, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. so yeah it i don't know it's interesting to see how this is happening and it's kind of like how do i phrase this it's very like twitch has become so big right we're like this is kind of an important thing to see right like twitch is an integral part of the gaming community at this point right like, there's no denying that and th- these are people's livelihoods at stake right and like it, it by what i'm reading from the people who are being laid off some of them are like they're in a good place right we're like they have the connections they need to like still be fine that but all, that but also like if you're gonna get laid off by a company like amazon's kind of the one because the severance package is generous man they're getting like multiple multiple months of salary yeah they i, I believe anything. they're getting two months of salary still which is that's pretty that, good that's generous <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> especially uh, that salary yeah so our final news story uh at gdc so this is kind of old news, but GDC two weeks ago, um, some game developers got together for this thing called uh, Game Workers Unite, where they're talking about trying to unionize within the games industry so they can protect themselves against all the bad practices we always hear about, like crunch time and, you know, like just generally maybe shitty workplace environments. So, I, I mean, I when I first heard about this, I was like, well, wait, because I in in the political climate that we're in now and the economic climate, I've been kind of led to believe like, yeah, we learned about unions and, and like labor unions and stuff like when we were in history class. Right. And it was, it was because they did a, a lot for like factory workers and things like that. Like, you know, they basically are the reason why we don't have child labor. We have child labor laws now. And the reason why basically OSHA is a thing, why we have workplace safety and make sure 
people are being pay, paid properly and get the hours that they need, which is great. But now we're we're led to believe that that unions aren't so much a good thing anymore because they hurt business. Um, Poor and, businesses. And well, so, some of them in some situations, it depends on the business. Um, but in, in, in this particular case, and I'm not I'm not going to sit here and, and claim to know a lot about economics or business or what it means to be a union as opposed to not. But in this particular case, what I do know is that the game industry can be a very, very toxic work environment from what we hear that like crunch time, people working insane 80 to 100 hour work weeks, you know, divorces happening, people never getting to see their kids. They always you talk know. about that. Yeah, they're never home. They never get to see their family. Yeah. And I mean, I do, it doesn't surprise me with the way those schedules are. They got to appease the shareholders in some cases, you know. And so... I mean, if unionizing means that these guys can get better hours and 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 get themselves, you know, the money that they deserve for working all that overtime, and and means they get to see their families, then I'm perfectly fine with that. You know, if it means that games need to take a little bit longer to get you know, go through development because you know people want to go home and see their fucking kids, then I'm fine. I'm, all, I'm perfectly cool with that. Of all the major entertainment industries far and away video the video game industry and software you know the entertainment software industry have the like some of the worst uh job security rates period like you it's pretty much a known oh, thing if yeah. you're gonna go if you're gonna go and develop video games and like code and software and qa and all that stuff it's not a matter of if it's when you get laid off when does your studio you know decide that they need exactly. to replace you or, or whatever it's not an if kind of thing very few people and you would know them by name have any type of job security where they you know don't really answer to somebody there's very few people that in the industry with thousands of employees so i yep. even know that you know and i and i'm not a programmer that's how right. ubiquitous and, that situation is right and uh after talking to uh a former uh, game dev-, dev that worked at ea himself uh I, I mentioned something about job security and he's like, what? like job security. What the hell is that? <laughs> there is none. No, <laughs> it just, it's, it's like, it's a word that doesn't exist. And you're hired. All these, yeah. You're yeah. Immerse, it's so all these, all these layoffs, like people are constantly getting layoffs. There's constantly studio closures. I mean, if, if you even if follow like gaming news, even relatively closely, like any of us do, it's, it's crazy. Almost every game, day you're seeing that this studio is laying off people that company is laying off people this studio is closing like it's just in every it's a it's a normalized thing almost and it's that's really scary if you're someone trying to get into the game industry yeah but i think that should kind of wrap up our discussion for the day so i'm going to toss it over to jack to give us our question of the week Gentlemen, it's a would you rather this week, and yes. I am very curious. Would you rather lose seven inches of height or have half your intelligence and earning potential? Discuss. Seven inches. <laughs> you would lose seven inches of your height? So w- would that make you five foot flat? Five foot, yeah. Maybe wow. five foot one-ish, but yeah. You would rather do that than lose half your intelligence and your earning potential. Look, you'd rather look, be a five I'm already, foot man. You'd rather be Danny DeVito. I'm already short <laughs> as far as Americans go. I would like, say five seven short. I'd say that's close to it's, average. It's actually. on the shorter end of the spectrum. So fuck it. Okay. Okay. Wow. All right. Plus, so you I'd, would be, lose I'd, be, it. I'd be a little guy with big heart. 
<laughs> and a magnum dog. No, I'm kidding. Whoa, a magnum dog. <laughs> anyway. Oh, whoops. I dropped my monster uh, condom, condom for my magnum, for my magnum dog. dog. <laughs> you got to do a Danny uh, DeVito's voice, though. Oh, it smells like Danny DeVito's underboob. Anyway. <laughs> um, I, I would... Easy seven inches off my height. I mean, really? dude, yeah, I'm six. Yeah, I'm fucking, six two. Yeah, it's fucking six foot two. <laughs> like, oh, oh man, two. I get to I'd be, be five six seven. Five, five, I'd be five seven. I'd be five seven. Five, That's seven. not. I'd be where. I'd be where Robert is now. I'd be fine. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be fine. It, that's definitely beats the hell out of lo- er, losing earning potential. I'm trying to go in the game industry here. There's not much earning potential oh, to be had man. already. Okay. Wow. I don't know. I think height. Carries a lot with it, man. Aren't, aren't think, you like fucking six foot something? Like me? Oh, fine. Yeah. I'm not six. I wish I was six foot. Oh, I'm you're five like five eleven, right? Five ten. Yeah. I'm like yeah, I'm right fuck, around there. Come on, fuck off. That's fine. You could lose five seven foot inches. Three? Fuck like, no. I'm not being no five foot. I'd be shorter than my wife. Okay, so I ain't having that. I have that's not a big that. deal. I don't know, guys. I'm just playing devil's advocate, but I'm just saying like seven inches is a lot. Look, it changes ha- the game. You might have to. Pick your uh, movie theater seats a little bit better. Look, I'm just uh, like I'm blessed to even be five foot seven. I'm half Filipino. Like, we're, like <laughs> Filipino men are are small. They tend to be pretty small in stature. Diminutive. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm blessed to even be this 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 tall. And if I have to like lose seven inches to make my full income, like I'll I'll Dude, do that. That's that whatever. would suck. I would hate being seven inches shorter. Oh, I don't know. I okay. would live if it meant I still get to be. As smart as cool as I am now. All right. You know, smart, smart. They say that to be a CEO, you have to be over like six foot one, something like that. Like 90% of CEOs in America are like over six foot one. Oh, hey, funny that you say that because I'm totally going to be the CEO of uh, Sony PlayStation one day and I am six two. So fucking look out, hire Sean me, motherfucker, and we're starting yeah. a union. <laughs> look out, Sean Layden. I'm fucking coming for you, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. That's Sean. it, guys. That's a wrap. Oh, that's wild. All right. So, hey, if you enjoyed what we did on this show, hey, consider leaving us an iTunes review. That'd like really help us out way more than you know. If not, Tell a friend. Uh, shoot, I always have to come up with these on the spot, and I used to have like a list prepared, and I don't anymore. Um, Tell, grab okay. some stickers and oh. then throw it at no, them. Okay, no, 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 I got it. Okay, so so <laughs> go to your spam in your email box and reply to every one of them, and just tell them, hey, I'll click your link if you listen to the Tiny Disc Podcast, <laughs> even the spam ones, especially the spam ones. I like the thought of the visual of you like all sweaty at a keyboard somewhere in a dark room, like just pounding out a list of these. <laughs> I I mean, it's, not, it's, not, it's more like at night when I'm about to sleep, and sometimes I just think, oh, of, oh man, I wonder what the, like, oh, that's what you're going to say when you're about to like, spank it. <laughs> like, right before, I, like, that's what gets me off thinking about oh. these. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm a little, I've got a, a little chub right now just for wow. that. Wow. Um, I'm, listening, wow. I'm listening to a Japanese man do ASMR celebrity names. So, all the, so all the new uh, listeners we got last week, now they're all gone now. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, bye. Little Thanks. visual. It's oh, good. Bro. Swift. <laughs> Um, hey, and if you want to email us any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, or anything you want us to read live on this pre-recorded show, you can email us at tinydiscpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow all of our social media links, and they are all found at our website, tinydisc.com. That's also where you can find all of our previous episodes, like the Terrace House episode spoiler cast we did last week. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> So where can we find you guys online on the internet? 
If you want to see me retweet things and get really excited and type in all caps and reply to them, you can follow me at Colin Amano, a.k.a. at Boo Boo underscore underscore five five at J.A.C.C.E.P.E.D.A. You know what it is, Mr. Cepeda, if you are nasty. And you can find me at Panoptimist, P-I-N-O-P-T-I-M-I-S-T on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that shit. So thank you so much for listening to the Tiny Disc Podcast, and we'll see you next Thursday. This is crisis as part of me. Uh, smart of it. <laughs> oh, Arby's, we have the meats. You know, it's a, I miss fucking Arby's. It took me a really long time to realize that Arby's is like RB roast beef. Yep. It's took, literally a oh, phonetic spelling oh, of that shit. It took me such a yep. fucking long time to realize that. We should be recording this. Oh, we are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Dude, I didn't know Arby's was RB until you just said that. <laughs> Revelation number one on today's show. Bro, Holy well, two, shit! Two revelations in one. One RB. Two. We're recording. Yeah, and and I miss Arby's. I seriously, when I get back up there, I might have to make a special stop because is there, there not is Arby's there? Hardly ever any. I there's like one or two in the whole city. There's well, not a lot again, of fast food here. Period. Like why? Yeah, but then again, you're in Texas. Why the fuck would you eat Arby's when you get Texas I like barbecue? Arby's roast beef. I do too. I do too. I don't do the Arby sauce. I'm one of weirdos that just eats the meat and the bread. That's it. It's it's flavorful enough to me. Do you guys have I, yeah, to sauce it up with that. cheese? Or I've what? I've never been a fan of their horsey sauce. I kind of don't get that personally. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it, but it's not it's not necessary. I can just do the straight up shaved meat and the fucking uh, bread. That's it. I'll rock it. I like their sauces a lot. I'm I'm a big fan of the beef and cheddar. And they got the turnovers that are really good. Yes. And I think they have fried, uh, or no, they, yeah, they have some like kind of jalapeno poppers with like some jelly. Do you guys know about that? No, I, I it's jalapeno, jalapeno peppers with jelly. It's like a yes, it's a jalapeno with with sour cream and it's deep fried, and then you dip it in like this sweet like jelly, huh? Like this raspberry sauce or some shit like that. I'm serious. It's good too. I don't know. Like huh. I don't. I don't go to Arby's enough for me. Like I don't know their menu. That like I just know roast beef on a sandwich. You know what I mean? Yeah, giant. I giant like Arby's a lot. I don't eat it there too often, and I think that's why I hold it in high regard still. Um, but yeah, I did. I remember. I don't know why this this popped into my head, but so I I was uh, when I was working here at the apartment complex. My boss told me a story about a dude who ate at Arby's. He worked with this dude who ate at Arby's like two, three times a fucking day. Shit, supersize me. Yeah, because. Because they lived or worked right next to one. And it was like the closest, nearest restaurant to where they worked. And every other restaurant was really far away. Um, so dude would eat Arby's like twice a day. 
Next thing you know, he goes in like he he comes down with some some sort of fucking I, I can't remember if he had like a heart attack. I think he might have had a heart attack. And turns out he, he was taking just a, in a crazy amount of sodium because of eating all that Arby's. Just yeah. like an I ungodly imagine, amount yeah. of salt. Yeah. <laughs> like Right. <laughs> and next thing you know, dude fucking just heart attack. Oh. <laughs> That's oh, a sad ending. That's a great. That's yeah. a great note he's not, for us. He's not, he's not dead. He's Jeez. not dead. He lived to tell the tale. Isn't but that, that motherfucker ain't eat, that motherfucker ain't eating Arby's anytime soon? Isn't there that place in Vegas called like the Heart Attack like Grill or something like that? I think and like three people have legitimately died there. Like there's a special table in like the front and center, and if you're like over 300 pounds, you eat for free there. The but everyone fuck? just has to sit there and watch you eat. That sounds Isn't that so th- uncomfortable. What? Dude, people go. Yeah. They, you don't know about this place? Like, no. they're all dressed up like as nurses, and it's all like a hospital, and you have to go in there wearing like a, you know, like one of those gowns and shit. And three people have passed away eating burgers there. That's one of the most fetishy fucking restaurants <laughs> I've ever heard. People that, fucking die there. People are still going. God, that makes me, that kind of makes me feel gross as an American. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure you have to sign a waiver, but like, it's called the Heart Attack Grill. You need to look this up. Fuck. Wait, that's not the same place that like that started the whole like serving burgers on a donut, is it? Burger I'm sure they bagels? have that. I'm sure they have that. Yeah. But I don't think they started it. Are you, are you talking about burger bagels, perhaps? Bagel, burger, 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 bagel, dude. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you guys want to start the show though? Yeah, let's go. Okay, let's yeah. do a thing.